0: Now on the phone from the Redmond School District, Superintendent Sharan Klein. Sharan, good morning, sir. Good
1: morning, Frank. Good to hear from you this morning.
0: Very nice to have you. I understand you've got a guest next to you today.
1: I do. I've got Marv Kaplan here from the Redmond Rotary, who's uh, working on Operation Warm this morning. So I'm going to put him online and uh, uh, talk to you about what's going
2: on over here. Hi, Frank.
0: Hello, Marv. Tell us what Operation Warm is.
2: Uh, Well, our Rotary Club five years ago started this with giving... 50 coats, the Family Access Network here at the uh, school district, and it's morphed into almost a $20,000 project where this year we're giving 400 pairs of shoes, 132 coats, and the 750 pairs of Bomba socks. And then what happens is that all the Family Access Network advocates from the Redmond School District, they'll be here about 10 o'clock this morning. Everything's already laid out for them, and they take exactly what they want. And whatever they don't use uh, goes into Family Access Network to be distributed for the rest of the year. But we try and do this in September because it's the beginning of the school year. And when kids have new clothes, they feel pretty good. And what happens in June, we go to Family Access Network and we say, look, this is what we can give you. We can give you 500 pairs of shoes or 100 coats or 400 pairs of shoes, and you tell us what you need. And they told us last May, and then we ordered everything in August, and uh, we just set up here, and it's, uh, it's a great event. Uh, sometimes we have uh, people come in that say they want to volunteer or they want to donate so we can expand this program. So we're always looking for donations and stuff like that. So that's basically what the program is. So
0: when and where will this take place?
2: Well, what happens is we're at the Redmond School District Office now, and the family Access uh, advocates will all be here um, probably within the next hour and a half. And then they go to each of their respective schools, whether they're elementary schools or up through high school, and they give out to the kids that are in most need. Sounds
0: like a tremendous program, Marv.
2: Well, it is, and I think it's a win-win for everybody.
0: All righty. So I'm
2: going to hand you over back to Sharon. Thanks for the uh, time.
0: Marv Kaplan with the Redmond Rotary Club here at, at FM News 100, 1110 KBND. Sharon, great program.
2: Yeah, it's really pretty
1: fantastic. It's, you know, kind of one of those ideal partnerships that we're always trying to create between the school district and community partners. Uh, we're looking for ways that our community can contribute to the health of kids and that we can be good partners to the community. And so it's a, it's a really an ideal program, and I'm really appreciative of the Rotary Club for being involved
0: so how has the school year gotten off to a start is it pretty good pretty robust what do you think I
1: have, i've got to tell you this is one of the best starts i've been doing this for 29 years and this is one of the best starts we've ever had i think we're getting through the the drag of the pandemic and we're all beginning to say all right let's let's make this happen now and we had kids do great things over the summer you know our our our, our uh, single a baseball team won the regional championship we had kids go off to you know nationals we had kids you know show what the fair we had all kinds of wonderful things happen over the summer and i gotta tell you that we're off to a great start teachers are in a good place kids are in good place and um we're uh, we're really excited about what this year can can hold
0: say part of that good start is having one of your teachers selected as a regional teacher of the year
1: isn't that amazing? Yeah, our uh, manufacturing teacher at the Redmond High School, um, was, his name is Dan Kernian. Uh, he was selected for the Regional Teacher of the Year. That puts him in competition with 16 other teachers around the state for the State Teacher of the Year. And we have, you know, we, Dan's an amazing, amazing instructor. He teaches manufacturing for us, and um, he has partnerships with 46 local businesses, and they're able to, um, you know, put students right from our program out into the workforce or send them off to technical programs after the, those that are looking for a more advanced education. Uh, Dan's got, uh, you know, machinery in there that, that, you know, cost, you know, huge amounts of money, but they're all, you know, all CNC-controlled stuff. And kids really learn the, the modern tools of the trades. It's uh, it's really neat to see. And he's just a great guy. He's, he's working at it all the time. Uh, he's won his kids have won the state championship in 3D printing the last few years in a row. Uh, then he's taken taking kids off to nationals uh, the year before last. We Made kids get fit in the nationals in 3D printing, or additive manufacturing, as they call it. Uh, just really good stuff.
0: Well, congratulations to him and to the school district. so when does he go into competition with the other Oregon teachers?
1: Uh, tell you the truth, I don't remember the timeline. It's fairly soon though. I, I mean think it's uh, next they, month they get sometime. honored in November at the Oregon School Board Association conference, so it'll be within the next few uh, next few weeks.
0: And the winner of that goes on to the Nationals.
1: No, there's not really a national year no? year. It's just kind of a it's just sort of an honor in the state.
0: Well, congratulations in any case to Dan Kurnian.
1: No, it was really great. It's our second year in a row, actually. You know, last year, Ben Lawson uh, was one of the band teachers at Redmond High School was the regional teacher of the year. So uh, Redmond High is batting batting pretty pretty solid
0: there, I guess so. You're just right up there, man. Um new food corps members have joined with the school district team to uh, do what exactly.
1: So, new food Corps, Food Corps is kind of like uh, what would you describe it? It's like an Americorps kind of position, uh, where young people uh, around the nation uh, agree to serve for a couple years at a fairly low pay, uh, and they go and they do, um, you know, kind of good work around the nation. And you see this with teaching corps. You see this with Americorps and and with food Corps And food Corps mission is to help kids learn how to eat well um, in terms of uh, nutrition. You know. Good, good nutrition, that kind of stuff, really focusing on getting our kids eating fresh fruits and fresh vegetables. Last year, we had a Food Corps uh, person sitting at Lynch Elementary, which is our school that has the highest poverty rate in our district, and the amount of fresh fruits and vegetables those kids ate um, by far uh, was higher than any other school. They really had a huge impact. Kids were trying new, new kinds of food. Uh, they were, they were um, you know, really focusing on eating healthy, and it was a, it was a good experience. So we've had the opportunity to expand that program to the entire district. Uh, and We're looking forward to seeing what it can do for kids' health and, and just attitude about eating healthy.
0: Well, that's got to be a great help to the parents. One day they come home from school and say, I want green beans for dinner.
1: Uh, well, you got to hope so. you got to hope so if it, if it makes it work better for
0: them. So uh, how has attendance been in the first few weeks of school?
1: you know, attendance has been okay. Um, you know, as a region and as a school district, we're battling attendance. You know, we had a, our attendance rates last year were not very good. Um, and uh, they weren't very good around the state, but ours was, ours was even worse than others. So we have a real attendance focus this year. Um, it's a real, um, you know, there's a huge correlation between how students, how often students attend, how regular attend they are, and then how well they do in school, right? I mean, you got to be there to learn. And, um, and that regular attendance makes a big difference difference and you know and i guess i I just want to let people know that this isn't like a now problem or a modern problem it's a problem that we've always had in schools uh for today i brought in some report cards from my great grandmother uh daisy bell young who was a student at graham public school in los angeles county california and when she before she died she used to tell me about that she said that uh you know it was about the size redmond is today when you know la was when she was there as a kid as you can imagine that um I mean, now it's got, you know, more people in it than, than Oregon. So, um but interesting. So, um, I have this report that I'm holding from her sixth grade year from 1913, 1914, so 110 years ago. And I want to read you the principal's message on the back about attendance. It says... Parents should realize the necessity of regular attendance. Not only does this greatly benefit the child, but also regulates the amount of money a district gets. The Graham School lost several hundred dollars last year on account of absences, many of which were unnecessary. We respectfully urge all parents to cooperate with the teachers to keep a high attendance. Sickness, of course, and rarely other reasons constitute good causes for attendance. So I just thought that was amusing when I first got these from my from my father. I was a principal at that point in my career, and I had written a message per, fairly similar the week before, and it just made me laugh that what was true then is true now. Uh, but it's still true that you know, if you, bringing kids to school uh, on a regular basis and making sure they're they're ready to go um, makes a big difference in how they do, and it does actually affect the funding of the school district. Uh, except hundreds of dollars back then, it's hundreds of thousands now. So.
0: Well, that message could have been written you know, instead of over 100 years ago. Like you said, it could have been the same thing coming home from school today.
1: Yeah, I think so. But, uh, you know, it's just a, just a constant message that people are still people, and, uh, and it's, a, it's important that we're focusing on getting kids to school so they can do well.
0: As we close out, just a quick reminder to drivers to watch the school zones.
1: It is, yeah. So next week is uh, National School Safety Bus Week and uh, an American Safe Schools Week. And so we just want to remind people to drive carefully. Um, we've got students out uh, waiting in, for stops. We have students that walk to school within a mile of the school. Um, and so there's kids all over the place, especially as it begins to get dark. Um, remember, there's kids out there and uh, please drive slow in school zones.
0: All right. Dr. Sharan Klein, Superintendent, Redmond Schools, as always, got a ton of stuff going on.
1: Well, we try and keep it active out here in Redmond. <laughs> okay.
0: Thank you so much, Sharan. All right. Good talking to you, Frank. FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND.